everybody, and welcome to All This in the Oscars 2, AwardsDaily.com spontaneous podcast after the Oscar nominations, which is shocking for us. Usually it takes us like months to get it together, but we somehow <laughs> managed to schedule ourselves here for one quick and dirty hour talking about the Oscar nominations, which dropped this morning. So um, I don't know. I mean, it's it's like there's good news and bad news uh, on that front. Like, I think people are the lead story is going to be despite the many um, black led films, uh, only one got in and that's Judas and the Black Messiah. There were eight nominees for Best Picture, a record uh, two women in picture, director, screenplay and acting, which puts both of those at the top of the list as the two most competitive films. Um, neither of them have a SAG Ensemble nomination. Judas and the Black Messiah came in as kind of a surprise for some people, but we'll get into that. Anyway, so I personally am happy with the nominations, not just because I won the contest at Gold Derby. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm going to say that all through the podcast. I'm just going to keep bringing Let's it up. say that again. You won the contest yeah. at Gold uh, Derby. As the leader of the leaderboard at Gold Derby, I think I have more authority than anyone else to talk about this Oscar race. score. No one had a score higher than Sasha. No one did. No one did. (laughs) It makes it hard to disagree with you. That's right. I'm so right. I'll just just, just hide it in my corner. Well, the best I ever did was that one year where I only missed two on the final Oscar nominations. I'll I'll probably never beat that. But anyway, so we ended up with eight Best Picture nominees. There were a lot of weird questions people had heading in about BAFTA and stuff. But we can get right into it. So why don't we just go around each person and you tell me what your reactions are, you guys. Oh, I'm sorry. My name is Sasha Stone. I run the website awardsdaily.com. Who I'm are here. You? Yeah, exactly. Who am I listening to? And I'm here Who with our. Uh, here Who with am our, I? Um, we kind of sound like like an actual podcast today in this free form. Um, so it's it's I'm here with our editors Ryan Adams, Clarence Moy, and Mark Johnson. We are. Um, yes, I'm not going to make a we are all white people joke. I just won't. <laughs> I have three it's white men. It's painfully obvious. <laughs> Everyone knows it's so obvious. It's very demographically challenged, this podcast. <laughs> Yikes, I'm going to get fired. No. Okay, so let's do it. Who, who wants to start? I'm super happy. Yeah. Um, I, I love the nominations. I mean, I think there's always things you could complain about, right? But um, my favorite film of the year did well. Um uh, you know, Mank obviously got in for directing, got in for picture. I was the only thing that really sort of raised my left eyebrow was the absence of Jack Fincher in the screenplay category. Mm-hmm. But other than that, there's really nothing I can complain about. Um, and uh, I'm super happy that Amanda Seyfried got in there because I, I love it when people who who do career best work get recognized for that career best work. Yeah. I, that's a sore spot for me as the person who won the contest over at Gold Derby, who got the highest score at Gold Derby. The person I am the leader of the leaderboard at Gold Derby, but I didn't predict Amanda Seyfried because I'm an idiot and I will never well, get I, over. Well, it. You're not an idiot, but I mean, it's just I've had, I didn't even realize the last podcast that, that you had changed your mind about that. I wasn't really because it didn't occur to me that you would because I would, I mean, I just, I'd cling to her because I, I, I but, should have, she's like, but I, I know didn't you because of have, the but. reason I didn't is because of Jodie Foster, because I saw the power of you guys mm. heard on the last podcast. I thought the Mauritanian mm. was coming in strong. Right. Was zero nominations. Well, the father got all the love. Uh, it did. The, the, the father. Yeah. Right. And uh-huh. Vinterberg. 
and director. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Which was that was probably the biggest shock to me, at least of the of the nominations. Just um, again, because if you were gonna see the overseas impact, you see it with the father everywhere else. Why? Mm-hmm. I'm surprised it wasn't Flory Florian Zeller. Is that the name? I think that's the name mm-hmm. of the director, right? So right. I'm surprised it wouldn't be him instead. But, um, but was it that we... his first film? Uh, uh, Florian's so. first film, I think it is. Yes. Uh, yeah. yeah. Do, do we name drop Venterberg last podcast? I did. Didn't we just so yeah. Okay. I'm glad somebody did. I knew someone had, and I thought I hope somebody mentioned him at least last time. No, Cl- I thought Clarence you actually called yeah. the he called the um, the absence of Aaron Sorkin in the best director and the. Venterberg um, in Best Director, uh, and then oh, Ryan, you were definitely awesome. hot on um, Judas and the Black Messiah. You you definitely had that for screen uh, cinematography, and uh-huh. you know you were very bullish on it. And I think that's why I um I ended up part of the reason why I ended up at the last minute putting it in picture, and that's how I ended oh, up winning the um, Gold Derby prediction contest actually i won the contest i will say too (laughs) although i don't i don't i i don't participate in the contest that you always win sasha but i i I have never had sorkin in best director from the very beginning in fact the very first night that we all saw the the screener and preview i and the first email i wrote to you guys i i talked about how i liked the movie very much but the direction didn't impress me and i didn't see him making it and remember i did i mean so it said way back in october that, that I didn't think he would make oh, it in, Ryan, and so I've never so had him on my on my list. <laughs> yeah, I love when and you so, have but, these one but, to But now I feel thing. guilty. I do feel guilty because you know I I I feel bad for him because he did. He's yeah. got a great movie. I mean, a lot of people really like it. It's just I uh, thought he would get I, in just from sheer popularity of the film. Yeah. Like I just mm, yeah. felt yeah. like it. And and um, a publicist called me this morning and said, "Why do you think that so many people thought Aaron Sorkin?" I said, "For me personally, even knowing the rules about how." you know, they have to earn some sort of respect first to get in. It just seemed like the movie kept showing up everywhere and that it was like the one most, even though, as we talked about last time, popular movies often miss Argo and Green Book and um, that happens a lot. It's just that I, for some reason, I just, I don't know, I couldn't let go of that nomination. But um, but Mark, I wanted to credit you with, with a lot of the short um film suggestions that you talked about, some of the things you told me in like Sound of Metal, you told me not to lose in editing and that was such a smart call and yes. so thank you for that um i just sure. i just right. picked, cherry picked last from podcast every- when you guys were doing that he got into the the, the uh, lower not the the uh, the other categories i just kind of <laughs> glazed over because i haven't seen any of those and i didn't know what you were talking about and i thought i'll just wait and see what happens because i didn't know about anything but it was interesting to, to hear you work through it and anybody who did listen to the previous podcast would have got a lot of tips from you guys yeah well yeah. So, so um, Mark, how congratulations. about congratulations? Yeah. No, thank you for me winning that contest, right? Yeah. That was really exciting. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, amazing, right? God. No. Right. So, um, Mark, awesome. how are you feeling? What do you think? Um. Yeah, I think it's a very you know, well spread out day. I think you know, with Mank had the most at ten nominations, which I think I think most of us probably had that right. Um. But then it's interesting because you drop all the way to six, and it's a yeah. uh, like a six a six way tie for second most. That's um, weird. As far as the best picture nominees, right? You have Mank at ten, um, Promising Young Woman at five, and then the other six are all at six nominations. That's wild. Um, so yeah, pretty spread out. Um, 
was very happy about Judas and the Black Messiah's uh, big day. Not too, not overly surprised about Sorkin missing, although I've had him in my five stubbornly um, throughout the whole season. You know, he was probably the one that most people felt was vulnerable. I I did not think he was as vulnerable as that, but um, I was very sad to see La Llorona miss in international yeah. film. Right, mm. me too. I do like that movie. Yeah, yeah. that and that and Speed Cubers missing mm. live action short were the two uh, biggest disappointments, I guess, for me on the day. But not a whole lot to complain about, although people are, of course, already complaining about it. <laughs> I'm um, sure. Yeah, can't make anybody, can't make everybody happy. And I think, you know, I think the Academy did a nice job to represent a lot of firsts, you know, first time two women directors, um, Asian actors represented well, you know, which is a very rare thing as well. Um, the acting, I think I read somewhere, the acting is is like there's only like six American white actors nominated, seven Europeans uh, I forget the, all the math, but out of twenty, that's you know that's pretty diverse. Yeah. If, mm-hmm. um, you know, and that's one that's been one of their their goals the last couple of years. So, um, and I and again the ones that missed, I, I know people will complain about you know Ma Rainey and One Night missing, but um, I think you know to me Judas and the Black Messiah was the superior film, and I think you also have to look at you know movies like Minari as being a minority uh, majority film. Um, and the father being a British film, right? So, and you know, and the sound of metal is led by um, a Muslim, uh, Asian American actor. Mm-hmm. So I think there's a lot of diversity even in the Best Picture race, even though maybe it doesn't look as diverse as we might have thought with films like Marini, One Night, and The Five Bloods missing. Right. The uh, Rob's ballot. We're going to be posting the results of the uh, Worst Daily ballot in a day or two, or maybe later on tonight or whatever but uh, he came in with i mean he the, the, the his numbers came out with only six nominees yeah, and so that crazy. was really scary and and when i saw that happen this morning the movies that were left out were the five bloods and my Rennie's black bottom and and uh, uh one night in miami and Judas, and either the, even judas and the black messiah was right on the fringe and so i thought this is going to be a disaster if that happens yeah. And yeah. so at least uh, Judas got in. Yeah. That's, that, yeah. I, I just would oh, like to offer awesome. up a semi-controversial explanation for this. If you if you're yeah. going to be offended, stop listening now. But um, <laughs> just as someone who's who's been doing this a really long time and who just won the Oscar contest, <laughs> I can say that. <laughs> um, so you know, it's a good time to talk about like just general tastes um, yeah. in terms of a voting body that is still sixty percent white and um and you know it's it's when you're doing a consensus vote it is hard to kind of herd people in one direction to to vote for something that is something that they didn't necessarily respond to or like or and or understand their own bias maybe but still like it's not going to rise to the top of their pile because when we watch movies we we have a spark of of emotion when we watch them we understand them we see ourselves in them you know they they affect us in a certain way. I'm sure like the father affected a lot of the voters in the Academy, but, um, (laughs) you know, it's this middle-aged white guy. Right. So going through dementia, uh, experience, a lot of boomers, parents are going through this right now. So it's, 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 it's a thing that they can people and a lot of women feel like akin to Emerald Fennell's movie. And very few films can cross over and be universal. And I imagine that, um, when they want to be, 
appear to be more inclusive in their choices and they're given too many choices, too many options, and they often split up their votes in those directions rather than, it's the same thing that happened with women last year. You know, this is a lot of movies were being thrown in by the critics and the pundits and stuff. And, and it was hard if they didn't like the movie, especially, or if they didn't respond to it, or if it just wasn't that one of their favorites, if they didn't have an emotional connection to it, then they were going to group them in together with the women movies. And then they're going to split up their votes all over the place. Well, I didn't really like that one. I liked this one better. Um, and so it's kind of the same here in that they're going to go, okay, these are the black casts of the movies that I think are kind of good. But none of them are really super exceptional to me except Judas and the Black Messiah, which is clearly an exceptional film that really stands mm -hmm. out when you watch it. it, it, it uh, and a lot of that is uh, Daniel Kaluuya's performance, honestly. It's right. amazing. And, um, I mean, it's mesmerizing. But, but all of it, mm -hmm. all the way through. And, and Lakeith Stanfield, who got a surprise nomination in supporting, obviously they yeah. probably wanted to put him in lead, but their lead was already full, you know, so... Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It was smart to put it in supporting whoever made that call. Well, right. Well, I understand exactly what you're saying, and it's true. I mean, we have to admit that it's true. If we're honest, we have to say it's true. But I, we have to. I can also say for myself, I think it's uh, sad but true. It's sad that that if because what we may be saying about some of the voters is that some of the voters have trouble identifying with movies that have an all black cast if yeah. they're white, and I think that's a sad situation because I think for any of us. Any of us would have had, uh, we would have had um, One Night in Miami and Ma Rainey's Black Bottom in our in our top ten. Uh, I know yeah. we all did, and so we don't did. have any problem identifying with movies with all black cast, with right. cast. So why do other people? And if, if if voters do, and I I believe that some of them do, I feel sorry for them. I feel like with um, Judas and the Black Messiah and movies like Moonlight, and um, they're they're very much a story unto themselves, and they're not necessarily just about the oppressive white community. And I feel like when white people, a lot of them, if they're not like stridently woke, like Jamie Lee Curtis or somebody like that, where their whole image is being woke and they're open to that kind of thing. And they, they like the feeling of watching a movie about w oppression and racism, then they're going to vote for a movie like that. But a lot of people watch it and they just feel bad. They feel bad. They go, oh, God, I can't, I just can't deal with this. You know, this is so horrible. This is just so awful. And it's often kind of the same note. You know, it's, it's, it's the same note. And we know the note. We know we have white shame. And we know that there's racism. And we know the past. It's just a matter of how do you transcend that awful feeling to vote for something? You know, to give a mm -hmm. positive vote for something that makes you feel bad. So I think the psychology of it is that that's my theory as to why Moonlight did so well, because Moonlight really did exist outside of that paradigm. Now, 12 Years a Slave didn't. Obviously, it went right to it. But there was Brad Pitt, the nice white guy, you know, and um, mm -hmm. I think One Night in Miami and, uh, and Ma Rainey are both very clearly films specifically about white oppression and racism. And um, and I think that there's just a part of people that, that have a hard time with that just on a visceral emotional level. It's not something that, and I, I think that that's where people are going to get frustrated and they're going to want to push equitable. But look, BAFTA, man, they didn't even pick Regina King for director, and they could have, and they didn't. So why didn't they? Mm -hmm. Right. Even with the jury. Even yeah, with even the, with the jury even, that was, yeah, mm -hmm, was yeah. selected. Yeah. To Again, I would just have to say that I feel, if I, I know there are people like that who, who can identify with, with, um, with the movie for those, for the reasons that you've mentioned, but I feel sorry for those people. 
Well, I guess you can feel sorry for them, but when you're talking about something as subjective as art, um, there are, you know, like, a, for instance, the millennials, they'll watch a movie and they, they don't like the, they don't like things about it and it makes them feel bad. So they're not going to want to vote for that movie. You know, I don't think it may, means they're racist. I think it's just a demographics thing. It's a population. No, I'm not saying they're racist. I, I, I'm saying that I, I feel bad that they can't open their mind to understand, to, to watch, because that's part of what you get from watching another movie is to, is to live another life, to see, to, to, to see another world and to be immersed in another world that, that is not your own. Sure. But and, then half of them and, go with Ma Rainey and half of them go with one night in Miami and neither of them gets in. So like mm -hmm. um, on my ballot that I did, I did a little preferential ballot experimentation and the same thing happened to our super woke, super lefty, super inclusive readers. The exact same thing happened. Ma well, I know it. I know it. I know that disappointed me to see that about the, the results of Rob's ballot. And we didn't even open up the ballot to all of, I, we, we decided we made a deliberate decision to keep it all in house this time. We sometimes we tweet out to all of Twitter and we have people who are, have never even been to the site, and we don't even know what they know about any of the movies except just name recognition. But we didn't want that this year. We wanted it only to be the Awards Daily readers who voted, and 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 they failed to put Ma Rainey and— Well, here's why, if I may offer a, a, one more explanation, then we'll move okay. on, yeah. which is the preferential ballot um, prohibits a majority vote. And I think that if you had not a preferential ballot, there's a good chance one of those movies might have gotten in. I don't know mm -hmm. for sure, but— See, when you're ranking movies on a ballot and you don't really like, let's say you like, you love all these other movies and those are your top five. And then your eight mm -hmm. or your nine or your 10 are going to be like Ma Rainey, One Night in Miami, the movies that, but they're still on your ballot. So you feel okay about that. You just don't know mm -hmm. that you're not ranking them high enough to get them. In. Exactly. Right, right, right. And you're right about that because I can see by looking at Rob's ballot that, that, uh, the five bloods was ranked number five in the first round of balloty in the first round of counting and my Rainey's black bottom was looks like number eight in the first round of, of counting. But as the other m movies were eliminated at the bottom, I mean, cause there was like 50 movies in the first round. And so most of those were eliminated in the second round and all of the votes in the, that were eliminated. Then, then they all went to promising young woman and to Nomadland, And, and that started pushing to five bloods and my Rainey's black bottom. They just Absolutely. didn't, they, just, they yeah. didn't have the oxygen. They didn't have the oxygen That's to, the same. to they, come to the surface. You really need those passionate number ones, you know, to get mm -hmm. yourself a good head yes. start. And then if not number one, number two or number three, like it really is about the top of the ballot. It's going to be less mm -hmm. so like that when they move up to, t to 10 next year. But this year, right. it's still very much about pushing things. I've never liked this current system, honestly. I've always Me hated either. it. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, so what do we think else? Is there anything else to talk about? I don't want to hog up the whole podcast. Uh, I was just really well, relieved that they yeah. that the announcements this morning that were that they that they did best supporting actors right away because as soon as Amanda uh, was nominated, yeah, I, fe I could exactly. I could take it I could I could I could breathe I Same. could exhale because <laughs> I, I knew everything was going to be okay. If she got in, then I knew everybody was going to get in. The only disappointment for me was Jack Venture. I I, yeah. I can't believe that especially considering one or two of the other screenplays that did get in. I can't um, understand why he didn't. So that was my only really huge disappointment. But when Amanda got in, I, I felt like, okay, the, the day is going to be okay. The rest of the next six yeah. weeks, the, I can, I, I'm, I'm going to be happy for the next six weeks. Um, so the, I agree. Um, it, it, we also should talk about Best Picture, Best Director. Do we think it's just... Yeah. 
Nomad Land, or do we think that there's a chance for a split? I think that Nomad Land is vulnerable for a Best Picture yeah. upset. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm staying where I've been with uh, Trial with Picture and Zhao with uh, Director. I think until SAG and PGA weighs in, I I don't see myself changing it. I think if Trial wins both, so let me let me ask you this: If Trial wins the SAG Ensemble, SAG Ensemble, and wins PGA, where would you? put it in your picture ranks best picture number one yeah so for me since i've had it there i don't plan on moving it until it doesn't do those things because why why move it only to move it back if that does happen right i don't see it winning bafta um it's not I'm gonna win what, i mean i hate to tell yeah. you this but it's not gonna win the pga it's not i don't i don't know francis mcdormand's gonna win that for nomad yeah yeah you think Nomadland wins wins picture wins? Okay, all right. Gotcha. I think Nomadland wins yeah. PGA for sure, and I think the only other thing that might win there would be uh, Minari because Brad Pitt's yeah. name is on it. But right. if Minari wins PGA and SAG, yes. then what? Yeah, then I move Minari to number one. I don't okay. think you can win both those and not be at least on my list as number one at that point. So what's not going to happen this year? Everybody should just prepare themselves. There's no like white man project is going to win anything <laughs> i don't even think i think you have to be skeptical seriously skeptical even of sag on that front yeah. because they don't want those headlines well that's that's what i did with director i put um Zhao still at one and then i have finel two and uh, lee isaac chung three so now mm, that the headlines think, are going to be no yeah. black films one so they're going to head into sag right. with that knowledge right so yep. whatever they pick there is going to have to kind of correct what, remember when they picked Idris Elba? Well, that'll be win? interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be interesting if, uh, you know, one night Miami and Ma Rainey are both nominated for SAG Ensemble. So if one of those two wins, then, <laughs> then we get no. Really, it doesn't, yeah. It's not going to yeah, tell us anything. Right? Nothing yes, that. Yeah. I think at that point, that's when I would move Nomadland to number one. If trial doesn't win SAG, I think it has to win SAG. And then, and then we'll see on PGA. Mm -hmm. Clarence. I think we're going to have, well, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead, Clarence. Yeah. No, I, I didn't say anything. Sorry. Oh, I thought oh, you were getting okay. ready to say something. <laughs> um, I, um, I'm seeing a split too. I'm seeing that, I mean, I, I don't think there's any doubt that Zhao is going to win best director, yeah. but I think, I think like uh, Minari could, could sweep, could sweep, could swoop in and take <sighs> best picture. That'd be amazing. So Minari missed editing and trial missed director and promising young woman and nomad land hit on all four of the, the main categories, picture director, screenplay editing, and all of them had acting but, nominations. Actually, I think all eight best picture nominees had an acting nomination. Yeah. It's so weird and surreal yeah. to have woman versus woman. Like that has never yeah. happened in yeah. all of Oscar history. And what's weird yeah. is that, Neither of them have a SAG ensemble, but both have Best Actress. Yes, they do. And both could win the WGA. Wait, is Nomadland yep. not eligible? I yeah. Uh, Nomadland's not eligible, but okay. both could win screenplay. Easily. Right? Prom yeah. Promising's in original, and Nomadland's in adapted. But here's my possible idea yeah. that Judas actually comes up and wins it wins yeah. um, screenplay and it wins cinematography it wins supporting maybe cinematography and wins supporting actor and then it wins picture yeah it could happen i put yeah. it fifth out of the eight i had judas fifth because 
um, you know, missing, I still think missing DGA and SAG and ACE. That's a tough, that's a tough pull to win best picture at that point, I think. Right, yeah. um, and then Judas also missed director at Oscars and screen or, and editing. Oh, okay. There you go. So that's, that's it's, probably... it's tough, but I, but I put it fifth. I think, you know, trial nomad Minari and promising Young woman, uh, you know, it, for me, I, I'd be really surprised if it's not one of those four that wins. Yeah, good point. And and Minari has SAG, and it mm-hmm. has it's just a it, it's a really juicy preferential ballot kind of movie because it's de- it's so oh. is Nomadland for that. Yeah, it's, it's a movie that you can't hate that everybody loves yep. and that pushes to the top of the ballots. It's a one or a two or a three for sure. Uh, Promising Minari. Young Woman tends to be a little more divisive, I would think. Like it's a top or it's yeah. a you know. Mm-hmm. Minari is one of only two movies to have. PGA, DJ, SAG, and ACE. The other one is Trial, but both Minari and Trial are missing. Um, well, Minari's missing editing nomination and Trial's missing directing. So I think, um, was it, I think it was Birdman that missed editing recently and still one picture. And then, of course, we have Green Book and Argo as missing director and still getting pictures. So, I mean, the, I don't think those things are as killer as they maybe were before no, 2012. No, I agree. Not with director, but um, Trial yeah. is. I told um, the publicity team for trial that the way they should be selling this movie is not as the important movie because it can't win on being an important movie. Not this year. It can only win by being the most popular movie, the movie that is like the general audience favorite that a lot of people love and that's celebratory of the movie industry. That way it could win. Like if they were selling the story of how no studio would take the movie except Netflix and you know, paint Netflix as the hero in this scenario, mm. and you you might have a chance at um, at winning the narrative. But think about Twitter, um, how Twitter is going to react if Chicago Seven wins the SAG. Yeah, <laughs> imagine that shit I mean, storm. But how do you? I, I don't. I mean, how do you? I get if you don't like the movie, but the performances are all very good, and there's lots of great performances in it. So as far as ensemble goes. You know, say what you will about the movie, but ensemble, it's a worthy it's worthy winner of that, I would think. Yeah, but it's also gonna be beating four movies of people of color. So how do you and I hate to I you know, I get, you know how I mean I just I, I just automatically almost like um reflexively want to resist Sasha what you say about the way that people think about when they fill out their balance but they have to click off certain boxes and they look and when they have two or three different choices and they all they don't all cluster around one then they scatter i know that that happens even though i hate to think that it happens so i don't like to admit it but you're right in that this in the way things have unfortunately shaken out since judas and the black messiah is the only movie in the best picture lineup with an all-black cast they don't have that split factor anymore exactly you know if they wanted to cluster around a movie that with then they can i don't absolutely they get there all it's going to yeah. take is one big article in the new york times and mm-hmm. uh another thing another thing going for judas and the black messiah we've always been saying we've been saying all year long that that um that uh News of the World is the only movie from a major studio, but Judas is Warner Brothers yeah. distributed, and, and so that's it. We, we don't, have not even really thought of it as being a Warner Brothers picture. But it's, she thinks Promising Young Woman does of the two. She she really thinks it's going to win Best yeah. Picture. Does she really? I think it's a pretty good chance. It's up. Well, you know, it's got, it, 
it's got a lot of the precursors it needed and and the nominations it needed. Yeah, but you second came in second on the eighty ballot is number. I mean, number two, but ahead of everything else on the on the eighty. No, that's the price. It's interesting. I, yeah. I just I, I have a hard time seeing it win on a preferential ballot. I just feel like the yeah. ending for a lot of yeah. people just lands like a giant turd sandwich. And, okay. uh, you know, for for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think, you know, it's it's going to be one of those things. It's a number one or a number eight. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, it needs a, a, a one and a two and a three to win. Right. No, Not movie. only is it a it's a it's even though it's. Even though you, it's just the the ending is we know, well I don't have to explain to you guys we but the it's 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 a it's a downer end but it's in the same way it's uplifting because we justice is done justice is served but it's but it's really bleak it's it's so dark yeah. it's more dark than any of the other movies really it is and you have. Oh, go ahead. I don't want to take it. No, go ahead. go ahead. I was just going to say that you have a narrative you're working through in, in every awards season. What's the story being told? The story being told this year is it's the first year that a woman of color is going to win Best Director. That's a huge push to get people to vote for Nomadland. Even if they don't like it, it's not their favorite number one. It's going to be their number two because it's a woman. Number three, it's going to be there because it's, she's a woman. Like To me, this the fix has kind of been in from for a year on this. Because who's going to compete against Chloe Zhao? Who's going to compete against a woman? Um, uh, maybe another woman, but a white woman? No. So, you know, what's your narrative for promising a woman winning? I guess you could go with Me Too, maybe. But um, but I think Chloe Zhao's narrative is a little bit better. It's It's got no negative. It's got no baggage. So um, I could see Jodas pulling in a narrative and I could see Minari, which uh, if I wish I was selling that movie because I know I could sell it on like unity and bringing America together and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I love that about it. It's, it's like Nomadland in that it has no negative. Promising Young Woman is a great movie because it is divisive, because it has yeah. sharp edges. And like yeah. Clarence said, that that can't win unless it wins in the first round, which means she would have to win the DGA. She would have, you know, it, if she won the DGA and, and it won the PGA, then we'd be heading for a winner in the first round type of situation. Or as with uh, Parasite, the narrative for Parasite was pretty strong because you had a horrible uproar over the lack of people of color in the acting categories. So you could throw all your love behind um, Parasite. It's also a great movie. And you could uh, walk away with great headlines. So remember, that's the one thing they're going to want. That's the only thing they care about, these people. They care about the headlines. They care about the optics. They care about seeming like good people. They really believe themselves to be good people, and they don't want the headlines that say that they're not good people. That's going to be their driving, motivating force here. Mm-hmm. Although, although I will say too, they, there's so many ways that they can fill out their ballot and, and feel like they're good people that are that it's not all about one thing. There's so many different ways that they can go and still feel like they're doing a good thing with their ballot that are all different things, all different ways. And so I don't I don't. And I think it's I think. I, yeah, but that's getting exci- 8000 people to do exactly the same thing to show that they're good. Whereas, you know, with the top prize, it's always about the top prize. It's always about best picture. That's look at mm-hmm. what happened at the Globes, man. They had they had three women in best director, two of them women of color. Do you think that mattered? It didn't matter. Mm-hmm. The only thing that mattered is the best picture had all white casts. That was what the headlines were, right? Twitter is very simple. It only goes with, and and the media feeds off of Twitter. It doesn't even do its thinking for itself anymore. It just feeds off of what it hears on Twitter. It thinks that's news. 
So we saw that with Little Women last year. That's what happened with that. The narrative became Hollywood was sexist. That's why you're seeing so many more films by women and films by women in the awards race because of all that blowback last year. So this year it's absolutely about Black Lives Matter. It's absolutely about inclusion, obviously, with the mandates. So... Um, mm -hmm. I just think that for them, their motivation is going to be, how can I get out of this jam? That's my opinion. I know, I know. That's, I know that I'm just saying that though, with, uh, in the privacy of their own home, since they don't communicate with each other, since they don't all get together and send out a memo about what to do, they each have a, their own separate way of feeling like they're doing a, a good thing that are going to be different ways of filling out their ballots. And they'll still feel good about it, but it may not all feel good in the same way. Right, sure. So but I it's think only going to matter exciting. if it's in best yeah. picture, right? Do you, like, let me ask, because I want to come back to what Ryan mentioned earlier about, you know, Judas and the Black Messiah is now kind of the only film um, with a you know predominantly black cast, which is true. Mm -hmm. yeah. Do you think, though, that that adds anything to the trial of Chicago 7, um, being that there, um, you know, the, there are, you know, Fred Hampton's in it. Um, well, actually Fred Hampton's in both those movies. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so, you know, there is some diversity in trial of Chicago seven and it's themes are, you know, I know, I know it gets kind of, uh, taken away maybe a little bit from the January six capital situation, mm -hmm. but you know, when you think of 2020 and the black lives matter movement and you know, that, kind of feeling does that not equate into trial of chicago seven's chances i think it does i think you're right that it does very much and i, I mean we, we we talked about that i mean almost every podcast we talked about the fact that how fortuitous it was that 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 they had they've had the idea to do the chicago seven movie for years and years and they happened to make it in the year that this all this other stuff was happening that everything just fell into place and it's going to make some people are going to have mixed feelings about it because they have mixed feelings about the different kinds of protests that we had, the right. two different, distinct different kinds of protests right. that we had happen. But uh, I think overall, it's it's hard to think of Chicago Seven as being a movie that is just all about. The, it's certainly not all about the patriarchy. You know, that's one thing it's not about. All right, here's it's, one it, problem though, really quickly, is yeah. that um, they get rid of Fred Hampton. They get rid of yeah the character and he's gone and then it's yeah. a white white man's story so i've heard this yeah. pointed out a couple of times in the press like why didn't you just make the movie about him no bobby seal i'm sorry bobby seal why didn't you just mm. make the whole movie about bobby seal why do you then switch it over to these like that that is going to be a problem for them in terms of being the black panther movie sorry clarence right mm. no i was just going to say taking the quality of the film out of it it still ultimately ends as a white savior movie i mean it's 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 white guys feeling good about themselves because they stood up in court and listed all the names of people who have died in vietnam i mean it it, it doesn't you're absolutely right it starts with that narrative and and there's a lot of that going but the way that that ends that last 30 minutes it kind of forgets all of that and look well, at what that, look at isn't what that still more though than what the other films bring like, not I don't, I don't Judas, know. though. I don't think Judas, it, Judas yeah, is I, uh, about you know, is about being mm -hmm. shot. You know, it's about the government. It's about um, it's about yeah. the voices of the black people rising up and and their revolution and their fighting for rights instead of white people fighting for their right. rights. So I think that in 2021, that's a very big distinction for a lot of people. Yeah. At least it's going to be in the press. Should Chicago Seven win anything? If it doesn't win anything, it'll never be a target. It'll never get attacked. But if it wins a SAG, oh, yeah, 
bullseye. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. So um, what do we think about Best Actress? We're in a little bit of a conundrum there, too, because Carrie Mulligan is coming in really strong, but um, it's been mm. only one black actress to win, and that's Halle Berry in 2001 and 93 years of Oscar history, and there are two black actresses up for Best Actress. I, mean, I feel like that's kind of a, a freight train <laughs> that's about to derail. Mm-hmm. And I think, well, I think we could... Oh, go ahead, Ryan. I was going to say just quickly, I, I think that we've always had on, and under a day in second place, most of us have had, and I think this helps her. I mean, the, 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 the fact that there, that, that the, the black movies, the movies with the black cast were left out of best picture helps her in a way because yes, they'll be looking for a way to make, to make amends for that. Absolutely. And for their history, their shameful history mm-hmm. of only one mm-hmm. black actress. Mm-hmm. Like that, if that ever becomes a story, and I've been talking about it since 2001, I've been talking about it for mm-hmm. 20 years and it's never made a difference. But, you know, um, if the mainstream press ever gets a hold of that, if the New York Times ever writes about that, then, but at the same time, Carrie Mulligan's incredible in uh, promising. Oh, yeah. Him, I mean, so. she's still my, I would, you know, she would still be, I would still, in spite of everything, she would still be, she would get my vote on my ballot, my imaginary ballot. But on her day would be, would be second though. The thing that's going to be tough um, moving forward in that category is BAFTA doesn't give us any help, right? You only have Francis McDormand and Kirby in that, uh, in BAFTA. Then you have SAG, and Andre Day's not there. Right. So, oh my god. Right. So you right. so you have a situation. So you have a situation right now with Andre Day is she's won everything she's going to won, which is the Globe, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so there's not going to be any real motiv- momentum for her moving forward, and her film along with. Viola Davis and Kirby is not in the best picture race. So who knows how much they enjoyed, you know, those movies overall. I, I think Carrie's in front. I do think Viola, she's, she's been my number two the whole season, just because I could see a tandem win yes. with her and Bozeman. I right? agree. Especially since the and, movie isn't nominated. Yeah. And she's the queen, right? Like Viola, I think this was her fourth nomination, which makes her the most nominated black woman of all time for the Academy, I believe is what I read. Wow. Uh, so that would, uh, that would strengthen, I think her chances. And then of course, I think Frances McDormand could win her third, which Man. would tie her with Catherine Hepburn, right? Never going to happen. I know. Yeah, well, but, um, I, I still, I still have a hard time not putting her third just because she's hit all the right places, including BAFTA, which few did. And if her movie is the front runner, I, yeah, you know, I, she, I, I think mm-hmm. I, I think I have to put her ahead of Day she's and Kirby all, for now. But she's already going to win an Oscar because she's going to win the producing. Yeah. Yep. So, um, supporting actress. Yeah. What do we think Oof. about that? <laughs> I'm still, ro- I'm still rolling with Glenn Close. That's so you're going to go against. Yeah. The Razzie stat. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Everything. Stat. I mean, it, again, uh, I, I'm so stubborn. I guess right. I until until I see something that makes me think otherwise, I'm going to stick with what I've had all along, which, you know, which would be Nomad Land director, trial Chicago seven picture, Glenn close supporting actress. Uh, I, I, I think that she's the, got, yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say the grandma in uh, Minari to me yeah. is, has a really good job. I was almost predicting is my two Amanda Seyfried. And then I was like, mm, no, it's going to be the Minari. Cause if yeah. they're not giving Minari best picture, um, and they're not yeah. giving, they're going to want to give something to Minari, something big. And uh, what else is it going to win? Yeah. You know, 
Yeah, I hope you're right because I, I have her too, and I loved her, and that's again my favorite movie of the year. So I, I hope that movie wins a couple things, honestly. But I could definitely see you winning. I could see Bakalova winning. Yeah, right. if she wins SAG. Yeah, let's see what SAG does. And if she wins SAG, she could easily win SAG. And I think there's a lot of goodwill for her overall. And she's a really good yeah. winner. She's a very humble, funny, interesting winner. Um, Amanda Seyfried's obviously not up for SAG. So she, right. you know, I feel like there's a potential for a Mank win there only because it has so many nominations. And um, I know we're yeah. probably going to win production design, you know. Yep for yep. sure but uh we're not sure about anything else that it might win right. um but it could win that it huh. could but uh i think you're right i think i would probably rank it rank her kind of below those other three yeah um i also think just really quickly before we move on from promising young woman i think that there's a chance that they could split up the vote and they could give emerald Fennell screenplay and then uh somebody else yep. best actress and yeah. still feel like That's they're it. honoring that movie you know yeah, I can see it. So, mm-hmm. um, all right, 10 more minutes. What should we go with? I just want to say, I don't know if we've mentioned the fact that, that I'm proud of myself for um, nailing uh, Sean Bobbitt uh, nomination yes. for Best Cinematography. Yeah. That was and, a good call, uh, man. That was a really good yeah. call. That's all, that's, all, that's, all good I, call. that's all I stuck my neck out all year, all year <laughs> long about, and it happened to be right. And so that's all I have to say that I can be proud of myself. I know, for. but you and often I, predict <laughs> things nobody else does because of that. I tried that with Jodie Foster, yeah. and I totally bombed yeah. out. <laughs> <laughs> this is my one. This is my one. This is my one shot this year, and so I've got to mention it at least once. No, it's really good. All of you had way better instincts heading in than I did. I was just like the parasite that picked from everybody's um, predictions. That's, that's smart, though. That's, there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> the I more... Think, I didn't, go, ahead. go ahead. No, you go ahead. I, I was just going to say, I, I didn't really have any one prediction like um, Sean Bobbitt, but I was kind of proud to go 19 for 20 in the acting categories. I missed uh, Stanfield. I had Bozeman for The Five Bloods. Wow, yeah. That's now, amazing. That's remarkable. That that's, you really know, is. I mean, you're, you're, you're a pro at this, Mark. You're so good. <laughs> really oh, you good. really are. I'm not Sasha. Really hey, are. by the way, did you know Sasha won the Gold Derby? Can you believe I it? I heard that. Did you guys hear? <laughs> like, that's amazing, isn't it? <laughs> it's actually not the greatest score, though. 79. Mm. You know, like I think I could have gone eighty-five. Oh, that, that's pretty, would you end up with ninety-four? Correct. Yeah, but yeah, I, I think that's there a lot. Are people who are going. I only be, had ninety. Yeah, I got. So I mean, that ninety-four is pretty pretty damn good. I only <laughs> had ninety. Well, ni- compared to ninety. Well, there were several people that beat ninety on Gold Derby. Well, trust I, me, uh, trust me, I looked. It pays. <laughs> it definitely pays to be a parasite. I was having conversations with this guy Jason and DMs, and we were going back and forth on certain nominations. And he definitely convinced me to put Judas in my um, best picture. Uh, I suddenly, for some reason, had it out. And at the very last minute, I took News of the World out of best picture because it broke my heart to do it. You guys know, uh, but I no, ended up, I, know. I mean, good call. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Take it out. Yeah. To take it out. Yeah. It didn't do so well, but I was, I was quietly hoping that it would, <laughs> it would get in, but it I had didn't Judas, I had Judas at number nine. So I, I didn't count it as being correct. Cause I, I only go with what ends up, however no, many there Mark, are. And that's dumb. What, don't do that. You have to count. Mm, the yeah. Oh yeah. Oh no, no, I don't count that. <laughs> no, you should. That's what I did. How do you think I got that? There's no way I would have gotten that score. If <laughs> so I wait, so wait that. on gold derby, do they let you pick 10 films? Yeah. And if, Absolutely. Oh, then I guess 91. What did I have? What did I have at 10? I forget what I had at 10. You're allowed anyway, to do so, that. We all, all right, get so 91. To I'll take that. that. Yeah, it's 91. There you go. Yeah. Don't you dare cut it <laughs> off. Well, 
Mark, I can't. I have to. I have to piggyback on your bragging because I also had nineteen out of twenty acting nominations. Nice. Oh, <laughs> did you did you miss Stanfield? I missed Stanfield. I don't think anybody yeah. picked. Yeah, movies. I don't either. Oh, I would not have thought. I mean, I'm 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 so happy to see that, but I we it's surprising that that happened. Well, it's been. I I love to see that though. When when the acting in a movie uh, across the board is so good that you have clusters of actors like in the same movie and competing with each other in the categories. It used to happen all the time. It seems like back in the seventies and eighties, but it's, it stopped. We didn't. And so I love it when it does. God, so it does such, that. Oh, no, go ahead, Sasha. I was just going to say that's such a bait and switch. Like we couldn't predict yeah. it because we didn't even know it was on offer. Oh, yeah. You know, we didn't even know right. this was yeah. going to happen. Yeah. Know? I hit him on my lead actor chart. <laughs> Oops. And he's really good. You know, he's great. Yeah, oh, he's mm-hmm. awesome. You he's know? awesome in everything. I, I'm, I love that he was nominated. Love it. I do too. So does, I'm happy with that. Go ahead. Yeah. Does that hurt Daniel Kaluuya? A little bit. That's a good question. That's a good question. Mm, yeah, a little bit. Bound to, you know, has to. I think yeah. his performance. People who love that movie are, and, and realized that it was a co-lead situation. I think he's going to steamroll, but I, I, yeah. I can see where it pulls some votes, but I think not enough to he's dethrone a, him. Mesmerizing in that movie. He really yeah. is. Like he yeah, cannot. He I have not. I think it might be one of the best. It is one of the best performances of the year. Like it's, he's really, really good in that. Obviously, yeah, I'd probably, I'd probably put it as my number. Well, Bozeman in Black Bottom. What about uh, that was your that was your long game call from months ago, Mark? That Daniel Mm -hmm. Kaluuya. Who Bozeman? Oh, I think a lot of people probably. No, no, Daniel Kaluuya. Oh, Kaluuya. Yeah, I know you. I know you were based that just on the trailer. Yeah, amazing. Months ago, remember? Yeah, as soon as that trailer dropped, I think it was like August. I, I, he was, yeah, and I, it, but it doesn't, it also, you know, obviously, I'm, I'm a huge fan of Kaluuya, so, um, I think I was a little biased, but it turned out to be right so far. Yeah, it's funny because you can overthink Oscar predictions pretty easily. Like, <laughs> I know that you can talk yourself out of things, yeah. like I did with uh, Amanda Seyfried. I was just talking myself out of it very stupidly. But, um, I'll never I, like, I like what you said, Mark. <laughs> That you're stubborn. I'm kind of. I'm the same way. I look at our charts when we do the Oscar Squad updates, and I'm like, you know, I'm not going to really. I don't see anything I want to change. I'm really happy with what I've done. I'm just so happy with myself all year long. <laughs> right up until Oscar night, I'm, I'm pleased with myself. And so I'm. But, but so it's. So, it's, it's better but, to be able to say I had that all along, right? Yeah. Like that's, that's a fun thing to be able to say. Versus, yeah. yeah, I had it for months and then I switched it. Yeah. yeah. It's so heartbreaking when you switch something and then you switch. And oh my god! <laughs> that's that's part of why I think I stay stubborn. Is you know you make that one prediction that's off the wall and it ends up being right, but you switch to what everybody else was saying, and it's like the most yeah. Awful, it's like the worst loss there is. I just kind of right. feel bad for the Oscar voters because I know that they had Ma Rainey in one night on their ballots. I just know that like they mm-hmm. headed in and they put their favorite at number one. Like let's say the father. But then, you know, yeah. they, they put those to, on there, too. But they just those movies did not have enough number ones to place. Right. Yeah. You know, and so it's kind of a shame. Like they people who are going to criticize them don't really understand that, that it's that it's not right. necessarily uh-huh. that they didn't vote for these movies. It's that they didn't vote in them. Number one, you know, mm-hmm. how many nominations did Mount Rainey's get? Because it, it feels five. like it came just five. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, oh, I probably got six. No, I got five. Oh, did it? Okay, I have it in the headline. It's getting nope, sick. I, I took it to out. That. Okay, thanks. Right. You're welcome. <laughs> Appreciate that. <laughs> I, my bet is that Ma Rainey was probably nine, if I had to guess. What do you guys think might have been nine, if not Ma Rainey? I would um, agree with that. 
Yeah, I think so too. Probably. I think that that one night would have cut in a little bit to my rainy, even though bit, it, yeah. it's a terrible thing to say because it just is. But it, you know, yeah. because you know why it is. But it is. Um, yeah. uh, Those were probably the nine ten. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, can you think of any other movie that would have been like on the fringe that didn't get in? I mean, it feels like all the movies that well, maybe the Mauritanian. I'm still clinging to that. <laughs> you, you go ahead. <laughs> I'll no, leave so, that to you. So I, another I think round. Borat, News of the World were probably the other two that were that so, just missed. God, those directors are so annoying, aren't they? Like, why? I mean, it's, <laughs> I'm happy for them, Vinterberg and and the people who run yeah. that and everything, but it's still annoying, right? Like, I, I just have this weird herding it instinct about. It is I like them to be all herded into one little pile in places and stay in their spots. <laughs> right. You know, it's like that messed everything up. Yeah. But it's fine. Um, it's fine. I'm. I'm just. I am so glad that I don't have to spend this day deflecting cruel, yeah. mean tweets about David Fincher. Like I. I can't tell you how yeah. relieved I am. Oh, yeah. I'm actually that. And in fact, you should spend some part of the day throwing dirt in the face of some people who were talking about David Fincher. I should, right? You really should, you know, just like sneer at people and rub their nose in it. Uh, I'd be careful just because you know if they don't win, you know, they're going to have the last laugh if Mink's not a big winner. They're going to be hoping for like zero wins for Mink. That's what they want. Yeah. You don't, you don't want to put yourself in that no, spot. No, I don't. I'll be great. I'll have grace. I will but, be. But I tell you this, if it wins picture, director, anything like that, you give them hell. Yeah, exactly. No, I, I, <laughs> will, I remember when I, we first started, when I first came on board, like 15 years ago, when you first adopted me onto the site, Sasha, one of the things we would do on Oscar nominations morning, you send out emails, you say, now don't gloat. Don't gloat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm not, really I'm not into advice. gloating because, you know, the, the gloating speaks for itself. Silent gloating. Yeah. Right. Yeah. As my daughter would say, silent gloating. She says you're just silently <laughs> sitting in the corner gloating. <laughs> but um, but you know, I've just I've just a certain pundits who shall remain nameless that didn't predict Mank at the outset. They bugged me so much that I'm glad that they have been proven wrong. Like that's a tiny little thing, but All right. It's not that they just didn't predict Mank, but they were actually mocking Mank, and so that's what. I don't mind, I don't mind the people who who might not have been. It might not be especially fond of Mank, but to mock it, no, that's gonna that's gonna bug me. Yeah, and it and might so, not have been your favorite yeah. movie, like you might not have liked it or the the plot, but you can't deny that it's an achievement. You can't deny that it's a great sure. work, even uh -huh. if it wasn't your thing. You know, yeah. I'm I'm honestly kind of disappointed. You know, I'm probably the least Mank fan of of the four of us. I think for sure I am, um, even though I like it. Uh, but I was honestly I was very disappointed it didn't get in the visual effects category. Yeah, I was kind of kind of subtle. That. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you assume they watch those reels, though. And if you watch the reels, I don't know how you choose Ivan and the whatever the hell it's called over it. Yeah, right. I was very disappointed that Welcome to Chechnya didn't get in yeah. there. Yeah, oh, no. God, Orin Doc. Oh, like, what is, what right. is Love at Monsters? I have no idea. I, I hate I, it when I've never heard of that movie. Happens. And honestly, um, Speed Cubers was robbed. Um, it yeah, was such a good movie. Boy, you should watch that, you guys, if you haven't seen it yet. That is, yeah. I, I saw three movies that just completely transformed my emotional life. And one of them was Speed Cubers, which is incredible. And yeah. then I watched um, Feeling Through, the short live action show. Yeah. That is a real I, winner. Boy, that. I watched that last night. Isn't it's it good? good? Yeah, it's really good. Oh, man. I won't tell you guys about it. You should just yeah. watch it. Yeah, and yeah, then, yeah. 
And then the octopus. You can find that on YouTube, by the way. My okay, octopus good. Yeah, teacher. I was going to say, how, how are you guys finding these things? Maybe we should do a post know. about where to locate they, some of these things. Those are both on Netflix, I think. Speed Cubers. Okay, good. And, uh, All right. Yeah, good. Speed Cubers is Netflix. A feeling through I, I found on YouTube. I don't know if that was a Netflix one or not, was it? Yeah, no, I think it's on Vimeo, too. Like, it's all Vimeo. these are freely yeah. available. But, yeah. um, but then my octopus teacher, I sobbed. Yes. I could sob oh. all the way through that movie to like choking sobs all the way through. It's so I had like five or six documentaries that I loved this year. And in the end, only one of them is up for best doc and that's octopus teacher, octopus yeah. teacher. So I'll be, I'll be rooting heavily for, for it there. I don't know if it can win, oh but I mean, it's, it's, so got, it's gotten a lot of love at PJ, mm-hmm. Beth, the ace critics choice. I mean, it's gotten it's so good. That little octopus. I can't stop talking about it. He loves that movie so much. Oh, he just cannot so stop talking about it. Well, and oh. It's rare for him to really love a movie so much like that. He's well, so little, mad about um, everything. The little yeah. octopus is, is so, she's so charming. She has so much charisma, this little octopus. Like, and they only have yeah. a year to live. They only live a year. That's so tragic. I didn't know. Oh, and, he, and he becomes so attached to it. He it's, becomes so oh, attached to it's a beautiful her. Beautiful movie. Because they make friends. It's so cute. Oh, the way she dodges the sharks and everything. Like, it's just amazing. <laughs> She's so, she camouflages herself in this little pile of rocks and then rides on the back of the shark to avoid being eaten by the shark. It's amazing. So, um, um, I know we got to go. We're done. It's 10. Yeah. Um, do you want to yeah, just rush off many. or does, do people want to quickly do what they think is going to win the top awards? Yeah, I can do top awards and then bolt. All righty. Yep. So go ahead, Mark. You start. Okay. Um, picture, I'm sticking with Trial of Chicago 7, director, Zhao, uh, actor, Bozeman, actress, Mulligan, supporting actor, Kaluuya, and supporting actress, Glenn Close. Okay. Screenplays? Uh, screenplays, I would have Nomad Land, which seems like the easiest win of the night now in that mm-hmm. category. Uh, and then, uh, I, because I'm doing Trial of <laughs> Chicago 7, I got to stick with it in screenplay. But okay. if I pull away from Trial, then I would put Promising Young Woman. All right. Okay. So I'll do Nomad Land picture, director, screenplay. Um, best actress is going to be Andra Day. And best actor is Chadwick Boseman. Supporting actor, Daniel Kaluuya. That's three black actors winning. Yeah. Supporting yeah. actor, I'm going to go with, um, I don't want to pronounce her name because I humiliate myself every time, but the actress from Minari. And then mm. I'm, I'm going to do a screenplay is going to be um, Promising Young Woman and No Man Line. That is the most diverse lineup of winners, I think, of all time. Boom. Mm. <laughs> of all time all women and all people that's what they color. want they want those juicy golden i mean that's headlines. that could very well be the story <laughs> they want the optics baby optics i mean you got them with that list <laughs> yeah the only thing that could My improve Lord. upon it would be judas for best picture but i am not sure that that could right. be in on a preferential right. ballot but um clarence you go I think I'm in alignment with you, but I'll just uh, go uh, picture Nomadland, director Nomadland, um, actor Chadwick Boseman, supporting actor um, Daniel Kaluuya, actress Andra Day, supporting actress um, the woman from Minari, I think it's (laughs) Yu Zhong Yao. Oh, is Um, it Yao? I don't know. I've heard Um, of Yao. But who knows? Um, adapted screenplay, Nomadland, and original screenplay, Promising Young Woman. It's pretty much mine, too. Yeah. 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 I thought so. Okay, Ryan. 
I'm thinking Minari Best Picture, and then nice. Zhao for Best Director, and then Bozeman Actor. Um, I'm going to stick with um, Mulligan for Best Actress, and uh, Kaluuya, and Yu Zheng. <laughs> we'll say, I'll just say Yu Zheng. And then Screenplay, shoot, let me look at this real quick. Um, Promising Young Woman for Original, and I don't know about Adapted. Uh, I, haven't seen, I haven't seen The Father, and... Um, yeah, I guess no Madeline though. Yeah, that's yeah, that seems one of the easier ones. I think it's some of its biggest competition was removed. Yeah, yeah. Um, Ryan yeah. sticking with Carrie Mulligan makes me think there's a pretty good chance Carrie Mulligan will win because sometimes when you stick to these right. things, they turn out to be true. I mean, yeah. I'll be absolutely thrilled if Underday wins, but I, I just feel like that almost on the Carrie Mulligan by the, at this point is almost unassailable. Yeah, on top of it, on top of her performance in that movie getting so much love so far, you Carrie Mulligan's probably, you know, looking at this lineup, she's the most overdue. She also mm-hmm. has the extra narrative about the reporter and all that. Like, it'll give people the uh, the momentum, you know, the need to vote for her to make her, her feel better or to, like, fix that narrative about her. Just kind of a self-righteous clapping situation. You know what I'm saying? Like if she if she was if they feel that she was maligned by that writer, that critic, then mm-hmm. her winning is going to be a way to sort of stand up yeah. for that. You know. Mm-hmm. And when we say when if they feel that way, we what we mean is that even if some of them feel that way, it doesn't take very many to many voters to push to to push someone else ahead of someone else, right? Yeah, you don't have a, to have everybody feel sorry for you. You just have to have enough. And and we should just end with this and that and that promising young woman has an incredibly good uh, publicist behind uh, the film, so it would be unusual for it not to rack up the awards. But um, mm. all righty, so all right. that was really fun, you guys. We did a fast yeah. one yeah. somehow. Congratulations again, Sasha. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Uh, the queen for of Bill Derby. I am the for queen. What? Congratulations for what? <laughs> oh, did you know that I won the um, the Oscar? <laughs> did you really? I did. I oh actually God. won it, like better than anybody else at that site. <laughs> Can I add? Can I add one thing that I found really interesting? A, a stat that I, I cannot take credit for. Okay. The the collective box office gross. Granted, you know we've got the COVID nineteen <laughs> oh, pandemic. No. But the collective uh, gross of this internationally is just under eighteen million dollars. Oh God, this is horrible. Oh, wow. For oh, all eight movies. No, I was wow. thinking that you domestic know, with, and international. Seriously, with what's <laughs> going nuts. on in Hollywood and culturally right now, without the market in a capitalist system, a lot of things can be decided by committee rather than by the market, by the marketplace, by money, by what people like. Like with to take that mm. out. And all hell breaks loose, basically. Mm. So it's something to think about. It probably won't ever be like this again, where they can actually have these yeah. kinds of movies. Yeah. And, um, mm. So we should celebrate it. It's a really good. And no, exciting. I mean, it's, 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 yeah. I was a little bit yeah. bored. I was getting a little bit almost bored with the season, but I'm excited again. Yeah. You uh, know, I was. I was getting really frustrated that <laughs> to see the same winners over and over and over. But okay. all of a sudden, I, I'm happy again. Yeah. That's a good note to end on. Okay, you guys, have a great day and nice talking to you. See you guys. Bye, all. All right. Bye-bye.